What's up, Tater Tits? Welcome to the Tim Vexelbaum Show, episode 14. We're recording this on Thursday at 11.13 a.m. I am late. I usually record this on Wednesday evenings. I was going to say nights. Wednesday evening is when I normally record this, but I was not up for it. I was just too tired and not in the mood because I was stressed out about other bullshit and I was like I don't have a creative bone in my body and then I went back to I tried to go to sleep you know have you ever done that before I tried to go to sleep at a normal time like a normie at like 10 p.m. or some shit and I started thinking of shit that I wanted to talk about on the podcast. And I couldn't fucking go to bed. I couldn't turn my brain off. So I'm lying there in my queen. In my goddamn queen size bed. Which doesn't have a headboard. It doesn't need one. I mean it would look better with one. But hey let's not go on a tangent. Jesus fuck. I, I start writing down these little giblets of, of what I think I should talk about on uh, my podcast in my phone. As if I'm like planning to do comedy or something, like a comedy central stand-up comedian skit, skedaddle. Like my old self again. I felt like my old creative self was like starting to you know like push its way out of my dick face it's like you you haven't you know that you should be writing this shit down you have a good you're you should have you should say this on stage in public in front of strangers so they would they would suck your dick because if you do well in front of strangers on a comedy stage People tend to tell you that you did well because it's kind of like unanimous. Like nobody is going to deny it if you kill, if you do something, if you do well at comedy and everyone, and like if at least like 70% of the people laugh, then the whole room will admit that you did well. Even the people that didn't fucking laugh, they'll, they'll come up to you and go, Hey man, nice set, dude. I didn't fucking laugh, but I acknowledge that there was a sound other people did, so fuck you. I'm giving you, hey, good, you play, hey, you won this round. And also, another thing about comedy, stand-up comedy, is you could bomb most of the time. But all it takes is you to kill once, and then from, from there on out, people will think of you as a comedian or something. They'll at least think of you as, oh, he's funny, even though they've seen you bomb 95% of the time. All it takes is one good set and you're in the club. That's what I noticed. I Hey, I'm not a fucking guru. I'm not a fucking expert. Cunt. I love saying cunt in an American accent because it does, because it sounds, because it hits in a very offensive manner. I lo I'm glad I'm not fucking from Australia where they have like a cute way of saying cunt because their their voice raises at the end of every word cunt and and then it doesn't sound as mean. God, I'm glad I'm a man with a deep voice who could be who could be mean very very efficiently without even two syllables. 
expenditure. I have a very good financial team behind me working how to save money on piss on offensiveness. Who wants to spend thousands of dollars a month to be offensive? No, I could do it with pocket change. Anyway, I'm on a I'm on a good I'm in a good mood today. Not really. I'm never in a good mood. But what does that What does that mean? What does it mean if you're never in a good mood? Then what is What would that even? If you're never in a good mood, then if you're just slightly not suicidal, that's a great day. <laughs> now, I'm never like su. I've never been suicidal. Let's. I mean, if I was. I would have been dead by now because I'm not a fucking pussy. I'm not like one of these drama queens that goes, I'm suicidal, and then doesn't do anything about it. If I'm, I'm a fucking efficient German-inspired engineer. I'm, I would just kill. I would just. Kill, I would fucking blow my brains out. Now I would probably like do something else. Who the fuck knows? Because I've never been suicidal. The problem is you don't want to make a. You don't want to make a mess. So you do it in a way that it won't like make a whole fucking disgusting mess and fumigate and like lower the property value of your house. You do it in, in somebody else's fucking house. Anyway, let's, so I'm I've been doing this podcast for 14 weeks. It it's about what it feels like, I guess. It's hard to determine. It's hard to feel out how much time has gone by by weeks. It's like, Man, it's been 14 weeks since I last seen you. It's like, what are you, autistic? Who remembers weeks that well? I don't even remember months that well. Like, three months ago might as well be a year ago. I don't fucking know how, how long that feels. Tell me in, in, in decades how long I've seen you. And then even then, like, when did you, you saw me, I haven't seen you since the 90s. And I'll go, well, I'm a, I was a different person. I was a kid. Why don't you just go, like, Back to Florida, you old man. Because I don't fucking remember you. And then you last seen me in the 90s when I was five. Go fuck yourself. The oldest I was in the 90s was 10, actually. I'm trying to make myself not seem young. Fuck, fuck youth. It's, under, it's overrated. Youth is overrated. Being old is where it's at. Not like super old. Not like Joe Biden. I'm wearing a communist. I'm wearing a communist shirt that says sharing is caring and it has the, uh, not Jung, it has the dude who invented communism on it. I'll think of his name when I'm not recording. I'm not good at thinking of shit when I'm recording because my, my brain is focused on just what I'm saying and not thinking i'm not thinking when i'm talking that's if you've if you haven't if you haven't noticed carl mark carl marx that's who this is this sexy motherfucker because i just decided to endorse communism and just be on the winning side of history even if that means there'll be like a bunch of people killed in a gulag or whatever who cares that hasn't happened yet we're on the way up to a new communism an autistic version of communism that actually works. Never mind that most people probably won't go along with it. It works on paper it according to my systematic approach. And I've, I've tested all the variables except for human ones and a human emotion. So those are hard to account for. How the fuck do you build a model accounting for greed and 
jealousy and uh, just feelings like that. Well, you, it's hard, so that's why it doesn't just ignore that. I just didn't have that in my. But aside from that, my model is perfect, and we'll have a sustainable society under my version of communism, which is the correct version. Give all the power to the government, just one entity with all the power. That'll work perfectly, and if you don't understand why, you need to read more fucking books, you racist Republican scum. Scum fucking Trump tard, you Trumpist. If you don't agree, you probably just oh that must be nice paying twenty percent taxes on your capital gains that you made because you made so much money. Must be nice. Well, yeah, it's, it is pretty nice actually, only paying twenty percent on capital gains, but uh, it should be less. It should be ten percent. Fuck it, five percent. I earned that money by doing nothing. I fucking sat on my ass and did not sell that property, and it went up in value. Now you're gonna take some of that hard, not that not hard-earned capital gains, you conk. <laughs> I don't know what word I, I conk. You fucking conk. So now that I explained where I'm at in in life, I'm doing great. I'm still in Texas, as you could probably not tell. I still live in a four-bedroom house that I barely use. I've never used the backyard. I had someone over like last week, and he did smoke a, a spliff on my back in my backyard. That's the first time I've been out there for more than two seconds. And I was like, you know, this is the first time I've ever used my backyard. And he was like, okay, yeah, that's weird. You're fucking, you're definitely an anomaly. He could have just smoked a spliff inside, I guess, but I didn't really want to smell of tobacco lingering. If it was just weed, you could smell weed. I don't care. So I am still sober. I've been sober for three fucking months, and it feels about that long. Time goes by a lot slower when you're not doing a bunch of drugs that make life more fun, I've noticed. So it is a grueling thing to go through every day with just bullshit drugs that are legal and fucking boring like coffee. But other than that, but I'm I'm sticking to it because I don't want to get like do make more dumb decisions on alcohol. Because, like, uh, when I'm sober and if I go out and talk to people, nothing, I've never gone home sober and then the next day felt like, man, I was such an asshole last night. I just, I don't have that anymore. On alcohol, I would every fucking night feel like I made a dick out of myself the next day. Because I did. Because alcohol makes you kind of a dick. It's fun, but I'm trying to become that way sober. But then if I show my true colors when I'm sober, it's probably better. But like I look like a, a curmudgeon. Like I go to these, I don't go out much. I'm hibernating through this fucking easy winter. It's not that cold right now. It's 34 degrees. That's like as cold as it's gotten this whole winter so far. If I do go out, it's to get uh, an errand, do something to fix my car or multiple one of my cars or something, or to 
get food, which is extremely rare because I pay, I, I can afford delivery and I support the job market that delivery drivers need to sustain themselves with. I fucking tip people 20%. Anyway, if I go out to something that's like actually for social things or whatever, that would be a comedy show. And I tried to sit through one last week. I paid $10 to get into one because we were already at the door and I just didn't really feel like not, you know, we already walked there and like, fuck it, 10 bucks. It's like, it's not like I'm going to spend money on anything else tonight. So 10 bucks is really not that much if you're not spending it on booze, like a fucking, like, like, it's ridiculous. You could spend fucking 100 bucks on booze in one night and not even feel like you got your money's worth, obviously. Is it just liquid? <laughs> I'd rather, I mean, gasoline is liquid too, but at least that gets you places. Alcohol gets you places too, actually, if considering actually maybe that is. But you might as well just drink from a flask. Just sneak it in, and you'll still get the exact same benefits. You just look like a fucking weirdo when you're like trying to sneak a drink in front of the person you're trying to fuck. But so what? They're probably too drunk to give a fuck anyway. If that's the if it's the right person anyway, the type of person who goes home with sleazy dudes doesn't really care if they're, if they're alcoholics who try to save money. I respect alcoholics who try to save money. I respect alcoholics who drink in public, knowing that they're spending like five times as much as if it, if as it would be as more than it would be if they drank at home. Why do they do that? Why do alcoholics go to the same bar every fucking day for twenty years and spend their life savings on booze when they could just be doing it at home? I guess it's just to be social. That makes that's that's the only that's the obviously that's obviously the reason. But these days, can't you just go on uh, Twitch or Zoom and just drink with people there? Isn't that almost the same? Eh, it's not. To be honest, I get it. I kind of want to just be a booze, a booze hound again, and just like not drive. That's the problem. Is I do like to drive, so you can't mix those two things again. I, I learned not to do that. I'm not gonna be like I, 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 fuck it. I, driving is more dangerous though. Even if you're dead, even if you're dead sober, there's other assholes on the road who, who, who. Not that they'll they they they'll cut you off unintentionally because they don't know how to fucking merge. This is how the average person merges in Texas. So so their lane. <laughs> Let's say you're in the left lane and the right lane is closed off. There's like a merge sign that says, "Hey, dumb fuck, you gotta, you gotta merge on the right." And they don't do anything until their fucking lane is literally being tapered off into yours. So they just fucking stay at the same fucking place the whole time. Going right alongside you, and hey, you know that their lane is ending because you actually know how to drive in that particular area. You know, you've been there before. You've seen the sign. So you you have no choice but to either speed up, speed past them, just hope that they don't fucking start merging at the last point, or you just have to fucking slow down. So they cut them... 
or if you don't go if you don't change your speed you're you're basically gonna force them off the road which is perfectly legal you're not you don't have to yield to idiots there's no law that says yield to idiots there's i would have seen that sign if it existed they would exist if it would be all over the place if that sign was real yield to idiots that's what any uh, yield signs don't just mean to idiots they mean to anybody who's who has the right of way anyone in the street that you're about to turn into but there should also be a sign that says hey idiots ahead idiots are on this road so you might have to slow down to let them in because they're too dumb to know that they're going to get about to cut them. They're going to be, fuck it. And this happened to me. Not I, I, I was the one who had to slow down because some idiot was on my right trying to, you know, they didn't know that they had to merge until the last minute. And I just was not in the mood to let him in that particular evening. And so they fucking started honking at me to let them in because they had no more room. But I was like, so I just slowed down and honked back for longer to show them, no, you're, no, I, no, I see that you're a fucking idiot and I don't feel bad for not letting you in. You're, you, you're the one who fucked up. So, someone honks at me. I'm going to honk back unless it's totally my fault. So anyway, three months sober, I feel fucking, I feel great. I'm starting to, ha I have more energy right now for some reason. I think it's because I started exercising and because of coffee. I don't, I don't know. Right now, I'm, I have good energy, but that doesn't mean it's going to last for much longer. I'm probably going to have to take a nap after this. And I'm also sober from marijuana. Ah. I don't know why. I guess it just made me more unhappy. It just doles your. Uh, I mean, weed is a great drug. Let's let's be honest with that. It is a good drug. It should be legal, and it helps millions of people for many, many, many ailments. But I was doing it like every day, all fucking day, and then it would just be such excruciating to do anything sober, and it would hurt my social skills. And it still does. That's why I stopped doing it. But I still smoke. Uh, I started uh, uh, puffing uh, Delta 8 just one hit a day. Sometimes I'll, I'll skip a day, but that's getting harder and harder because I'm starting to look forward to it because it really levels. It gets me fucking blazed, dude. Like, it's not what I thought it was. I thought it was just like CBD. No, it actually gets you fucking high, dude. So it it gets me like almost paranoid high, and but it levels me and it makes me focused, kind of like in an OCD kind of way where it's like, dude, let's clean up, let's go through a checklist. But it only lasts like an hour at the very most, and it starts to taper off, and then you, I just get hungry, and I go, oh yeah, that's right. It's not as bad as like the Delta Nine, the real THC, but it's definitely something that I could probably see myself doing more and more it's hard to not take that second hit after the first one wears off because it's good shit it, it makes me happier but i need to up i think i need to do something else that will last longer because tax season is 
right now and it's a fucking bitch dude i have to go through my logs and figure out how much money i actually made last year and it, it just the thought of it puts a knot in my stomach and makes me want to punch <laughs> makes me want to punch a locker you know remember in high school or school when like lockers were like they make a nice satisfying sound when you fucking kick them and punch them dude that's what i want to do right now just beat the fuck up out of a locker because it's all on me i can't just hire someone else to do it because i'm the one who programmed the fucking thing that paid me the money in the first place that's how goddamn complicated it is to be a fucking programmer in today's being a pro being a, being a programmer being a programmer pretty much is like one of the best jobs you could have right now, aside from like financial investor. Like once you have it set where you're just an investor, that's probably like the best job ever. <laughs> like you just go into businesses and they try to get your money and you get to be a dick to them. You get, you get to talk down to them. It's like, oh, you want you want a hundred thousand dollars for ten percent of your shitty company? You think it's worth a million bucks? Fuck you! And then you just offer them a shit deal, and then you get rich off them because turns out it actually was worth like a shitload more than you thought. And you just win either either way. You still make a shit. It, there's no downside. <laughs> Dude, so yeah, being an investor is awesome. I'm going to be one of those. I'm working hard to be the next Mark Cuban. But anyway, in the meantime, I've been being a pro I've been being a programmer for the past 20 years. That's right. I look pretty good for somebody with 20 20 years of experience in my field. And I don't really think I'm that good at it. And uh, I'm not. I I have I, I I fuck up all the time, dude. I've never lost. I've never fucked up enough where it was like catastrophic, where I had to like rebuild anything from scratch. I've never gotten anyone killed by programming poorly. But I do know that I there's I'm not that good at it. There's people way better than me, and uh, I I know how to do what I need to do. That's how that's where I that's how I see it. I, I know how to build what I want. Until it reaches a certain point of people actually using it. See, that's the thing. Is like you might be very confident in your programming abilities to think that you could just that it's limitless. Oh, I could build a Twitter clone in a weekend or something. That's what people say. Oh, I could do that. Oh, oh, that website, dude. I could do that in fucking two hours. And then if they ever actually have to do that, which they never would, but let's say they do their version would be shitty and if the second you start using it there'd be bugs and it would slow down if you actually have people using it, like a thousand ten thousand a hundred thousand people a day can you make an app that has all the same features as twitter and can support a million users a day I uh, probably probably not. It would probably take you a lot more than a weekend to do that. So there's always a limit to your skills, and it's always a nonstop learning experience. Even if you're 20 years in, I'm. I mean, you get you start to get very proficient at coding your your specific code language that you're 
But it's a humbling thing to be a programmer, and especially if people actually use your app. Then you start to realize how bad you really are because the users will tell you, hey, I don't know what the, how the hell this works. What the hell does that mean? And then if they actually know how to use it, it feels really good and gratifying. If, if you make an app and nobody uses it, that's really a shitty feeling because it's probably spent you probably spent like so much time on it dude and then he has like zero users it's like fuck uh i don't know man i'm so glad i don't work for a company dude oh man i have not had a real job i've never had a real except for when i was 17 i worked at a movie theater for some reason even though even then i already knew how to program what a fucking dumbass I guess I only did that just so I could tell myself that I know how shitty it is to work at a movie theater, dude. You had to stay there. You had to stay there till like 1 a.m., clean up popcorn on the floor, clean the popcorn machine. I, that's all I remember. You had, to, you had to just sweep a lot. That's all I remember is sweeping up popcorn and shit and dealing with customers, which wasn't that bad. But I fucking... I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore, dude. It paid, it paid like seven bucks an hour. I, who I really felt bad for was the managers, like these dudes in their fucking forties that fucking still worked at a movie theater. I don't know why I would talk bad about them. They have probably horrible, shitty lives. But why do they not kill them? That's my question: is if my life is so much better than theirs. And I struggle <laughs> with happiness. How the f how the hell are they waking up in the morning, dude? <laughs> like your life is not even that much better than than a homeless person's life. Yet you still maintain the motivation to get up and keep going. How does that work? I'll never know. I have mult. I have like a surplus of of shit that I don't even use. And I still don't even want to do anything. I guess, I don't know. I still am hungry. I'm still hungry. I want to be rich, dude. I want to be like very rich where I don't, where it's like enough where like, I'm just like, don't even have to worry about ever not being rich again or even close to broke. That's my next goal. You know, you, know, you got to stay hungry, as Sebastian says. You'll ne you never get satisfied, even if you have like a hundred million in the bank. You probably want two hundred million. I'm not. Spe I don't know. I don't have that much. I I want to have that much, and then I'll come back to you and tell you what it feels like to have two hundred million in the bank and still want more. It's such a status chasing thing. It's a clout chasing mentality, which is kind of gross. But there's, I'm a creative person too, so it's not about just like a number in my bank account. I like to spend it. I like to do things with the money. Like last year, I produced a comedy show just for my own bank account. It was a total, I took a total loss on it. I, I spent hundreds of dollars on advertising, on renting a theater, on paying the comedians, and I didn't ever break even i always took a fucking massive loss every night even though i sold tickets because the tickets were only five bucks but it was a good quality show and that's all that fucking mattered to me at least i didn't i don't give a fuck about money 
I cared about the quality of the show. So I only booked funny black comedians because they were the only ones who knew how to kill. There were some white comics and whatever other races I booked, I don't remember, that did okay, I think. But they fucking, some of them, yeah, they did. Some of them actually were pretty good, the, the non-black ones. But it was a black room. I wanted to book only black comics because they knew how to kill harder. They weren't as, they were more brazen to say what they actually wanted to say, not like these cuck white comedians. So that's, that's what I would do if I had another successful you know, year, I would I would spend my money on a, a big comedy endeavor to chase clout, to be like the investor type who gets to decide, you know, who to book and you get to talk down to them, <laughs> you get to give them advice. It's like, I don't know, nobody likes to be given advice if they're, if they're a comedian. Nobody wants to be told, oh, dude, you got to do this. I mean, some people, I guess, could take it. I don't fucking like it. But I would get to give advice if I booked a comedy. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's it's stupid. I, you, you do, though. Because it, if, if you own the whole club, the comedians are going to grovel to get stage time, even if it's not a good club. That's how fucking pathetic in low-level showbiz stand-up is, is comedians will remember the name of a shitty comedy club that closed 10 years ago if they didn't get booked there. <laughs> they were, like, it probably has to be just somewhat good enough for people to have gone there once, and then they'll be like, oh, man, that club, they never booked me. And it didn't matter because it sucked. But I'm going to be that guy. But I'm going to run a, actually a good one, like a really high-quality, prestigious comedy club because I actually have good taste in comedy and like I don't, I'm not like a woke fucking retard. And I, like I actually know who's funny and who would do well on any given show. And, but I wouldn't cater to just like a woke audience. I would cater to a comedy, a, a loving audience and wouldn't just book women just because they have they have a twat because they were born with a fucking twat and they have a shrill fucking voice and their best joke is about how they blew somebody i, I wouldn't book those fucking degenerates but <laughs> i would book a woman every once in a while just because there are some funny women it, i have to qualify that are there funny women? I can't think of the last time I've... There are. Okay, I just thought of... A t okay, even in Austin, Texas, there's a few women that actually are funny. It just feels wrong saying that, though. Something about me... I feel like I'm a cuck. I feel like a simp for saying that. I feel like it just goes against nature to say that there's a funny woman in, exi in the universe. But... But they're kind of they're funny in like a Roseanne type of way. Like that's what I mean. Like they're funny in like a raunchy. They're quick. Some of them are quick, so they, they exist. Like there's such a thing as like a woman who could craft a funny punchline. I'm, I mean, so I guess I am. All of a sudden, now I sound like a fucking egalitarian, which I hate because I don't believe in equality. <laughs> that's why. I, that's why I would only have a woman on like every fourth. 
show because that's the reality is that there's not that many good ones. All of the other shows will just be filled with men. And, uh, you know, men, straight men, gay men, whatever, trans women, they count as men. They, they would do shows, I guess. Anyway, that was a long fucking intro. So anyway, welcome back <laughs> to the show. And I'm thinking of going on, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of going on Adder fucking roll. <laughs> Adderall. Legal speed, legal meth. It's basically meth. In fact, a lot of meth heads don't even really see a difference between meth and Adderall. They prefer Adderall over meth for some reason. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? what I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. I've never done meth. But it's a very similar high. And I, I, I used to think that, yeah, she probably shouldn't do meth or Adderall or meth. Because it's probably going to lead me down a bad... It's just probably not the right solution to my problems. But then I thought about it for like about two seconds. And I was reading on Reddit on this about chronic fatigue. And somebody said, yeah, I take Adderall. It fucking... It helps. It works. I I could get through the day. And, and, I, and I was like, shit. I should try that, dude. Like, hey, fuck it, dude. I'll take one pill pay all my taxes in one day and not have to worry about it again and probably do a lot, get a lot of shit done. But I don't need to buy it illegally. I could probably just get it prescribed and like by some sketchy doctor in Texas, dude. Like I'll just shop around. I got a car. I'll just go to multiple doctors in one day. <laughs> And they'll be like, yeah, you're, about, you're like the fourth doctor I'm seeing today. <laughs> Can I get the Adderall? Oh, okay, that's fine. I got four others I'm going to, so I don't need you. I don't need you. Because who wants to pay street prices for a drug that should be covered by uh, insurance? I don't think... I, I, that's the thing. Adderall is so commonly abused... That a lot of healthcare providers, I mean, health insurance providers, don't cover it. Isn't that a disgrace against humanity? Some people need Adderall like insulin. I don't. I've been starting to go down. I, I, the one thing I can't quit is food. I'm still going down. I'm still gaining weight. I'm still eating very unhealthy food occasionally, sometimes more than occasionally, because it hits the spot. Like I, I, I try by default to stick to a ketogenic diet, which means high fat, low carbs, and that doesn't make me feel the way I need to feel in order to go to sleep and and feel satiated. People say in the keto community, like, oh, whenever I ate a keto. Whenever I eat keto, I always, I can't, I just get so full off the smallest amount, and I feel satiated. It's like, fuck, no, I don't. I don't. I could eat a fucking hunk of beef. Literally a pound of ground beef with a shitload of seasoning, fat, cheese, and it'll, I'll feel it in my stomach. 
but I won't feel full. I'll still be like, yeah, okay, technically I, I, I took in a bunch of calories, but I still want carbs. I still want a fucking unhealthy meal to feel like I actually ate something, dude. Like I want, I want Panda Express because it makes me feel shitty in a good way. And I need to feel like a little bit of nausea to feel good. It's and then I'll sleep well. Um, so I'm not doing well on the keto diet. I'm drinking bulletproof coffee right now. I guess that's what it is. It's not really. I mean, you could call it that. I guess it's coffee mixed with heavy whipping cream, and then this shit called keto chow, which is like this protein powder that adds a bunch of nutrients. And it is pretty delicious coffee. And it suppresses my appetite. But that only lasts for a couple hours, dude. I'm, and I'm going to want Panda Express. For fuck's sake. But I don't know, man. I'm pretty... I'm trying to think... I'm trying to, like... Like, tone down my expectations for life. Because I have... Like, why am I always complaining, dude? I guess I just need a better support system. I need a better social safety net. I need to hang. I need. I need to build uh, an entourage that I could always hang out with. Cause I hate hanging out with like strangers, dude. Like just going to a going to the city and just having to deal with the fucking bullshit that happens on 6th Street with all these drunk fucking 20-year-olds. I hate parking on 6th Street or near it. I, uh, it's a fucking pain in the ass. So I, I need to build a social group so that I don't have to fucking resent the city I live in, dude. That's why I'm going to start a comedy club. I'll be the king of that comedy club, obviously. I won't go anywhere else, and I'll just be the fucking Mitzi Shore of of uh, Austin. Because Joe Rogan isn't open. When the fuck? What's taking him so fucking long to open a comedy club? He's been talking about it for over a year. He's one of the reasons I moved here. It was mostly Alex Jones. and he, I mean, let's face it. It was mostly Alex Jones. I don't know. It was a lot of reasons. I just didn't want to pay uh, state income taxes. Fuck Chicago, dude. And I didn't want to get vaccinated, dude. Fuck the vaccine. But I'm trying to be more thankful for things I have in life. I should be thankful for all the things I have. Like, for example, this beautiful studio that I'm in, this this living room... (laughs) This very empty living room without a couch and just a big old state like corner of a room that I never use and a kitchen that's big enough to have a Thanksgiving dinner or prepare it in at least. Ah, and all I do is use it to uh, heat up. Uh, I don't even use I, I use it to eat ice cream in. And I have a nice home office. I have a, I have a room that I uh, sometimes exercise in. I have a two-car two garage. Yet it feels like nothing, dude. Like I, I feel like I, I just I feel like I need more. 
my something is not being scratched in my life that's causing me to lose sleep. I think it's my dick. I think my dick needs to be scratched by the right person's nails. Like, have you ever gotten a hand job by a, a Latina? Like the kind that has like fucking eight inch nails. <laughs> I should have just said nine inch nails because that would have been cool because that's a band. That's a little excessive, nine inch nails. But I kind of would like to be uh, jerked off by somebody with long ass nails. Because it's hot, dude. Long nails are kind of hot, dude. Like they make noise. And like as long as they don't fucking hurt my dick and don't, st- it is kind of. Uh, not hygienic how the fuck do you wash your how do you like take care of yourself when you have long ass i don't want to know so never mind that that's no longer a fetish but i like i like long nails i guess on a woman so they could even if they're fake who cares they don't gotta be real just get it i just like it better than like just like man hands i like a nice petite I like slender female hands on my dick when they're when it's massaging my. Dick. But if we're talking about hand jobs again, I don't want to just get a cheap hand job from some sketchy massage parlor. I want to get a fucking professional massage that also spontaneously, you know wax me off properly like i don't want it to be on the menu i want it to just kind of be like a surprise like to be very perfectly my fantasy is to get a nice massage full body massage the works and then they and then they flip me over (laughs) and then they they finish me i don't know it's gotta be like slow and erotic and she's gotta be into it but without the extra baggage of me like being in a relationship with her and there's got it's just got to be included in the massage like i don't want to like pay extra for like the the finishing off part i want it to just be like do you want it it's not good it's not any it's not extra you could tip me extra I don't know. I have a very specific Jewy approach to what I'm into when it comes to sex work. I don't like street sex work. I like private. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't know. If someone just, I guess I, I guess I wouldn't mind a nice parking lot hand job in my Tesla. The Miata is a little bit too small and cramped for a hand job to happen in. The Tesla is fucking huge, dude. You could easily just like move over, like reach over, or we could just go in the back seat and get a nice fucking sketchy, degenerate. I don't know. I guess I'm talking. To, I guess I'm going into a little bit too much detail, but it's just been so long since I've since I've gotten my rocks off. And felt that after that 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 nice feeling of exhaustion after you've just come. But I also would want to. I don't want to just come in my pants. I want to come like all over the person. 
I want them fuck up their wardrobe for the day. I want them to have to like change their clothes afterwards. All their clothes. I want them to be like, fuck, dude, now I gotta go home. You drive me home? Now I, got, I have. I'm not gonna walk around like. You just fucking made me look like a fucking. <laughs> you, you just ruined my day. Nah. That's what I want, though. So I am thankful. So yeah, that, the, the bottom line is I am thankful for what I have, but it's not enough, and I want to cream And I want to come all over somebody's face. And their body. And then I'll still have something to complain. And then I'll, even then, I'll still be unhappy. Because it's, it's not kinky enough, probably. <laughs> even, even that wouldn't be kinky enough. We'll get more into that later. I guess I'm just stressed about my taxes. I, I made a shitload of money last year. And I know that's hard to... Com- it's hard to hear somebody complain about that unless you've also made a shitload of money <laughs> last year. And you got to pay the taxes on it. Then you get it. You get where I'm coming from. Big ups to you. Give me a nice hand job or whatever. Give me a nice fist bump on that. So I'm very stressed about that. Is custard a health food? I don't know. I got to look that up. Because I like custard. (laughs) So now we're just moving along with the topics that I have thought up ahead of time. So my, my fucking... A lot of people don't like being called racist. I get like even racist people don't like it because it implies that they're doing something wrong. Even Fox News doesn't like being called racist because they have black anchors on like, like all fucking day. You could turn it on any time. There'll be a a black, very eloquent speaking anchor because they're black, and they don't like that most of the people who watch don't like black people so they don't like that stigma attached to their reputation so they hire black people but blah 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 because even they don't like it even though they are pretty racist and they cater to racism which is i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because racism exists for a reason imagine if like racist people were just wrong about all everything about everything they believe like, what if they were just wrong and misinformed? Like, all the crime that happens that is done by certain races, what if that was just misinformation? And every person who's a little bit uh, stigmatized, you know, every person who's a little bit suspicious of a certain race is just misinformed. What are the odds of that? Zero. It's not, tr- of course, that's not the case. Of course, fucking southern white people who use the N-word <laughs> every, other, every other word. There's a reason they do that. It's not just fucking alien. It's just not just because some fucking news, they read something on 4chan. It's, all, it's based on reality. I mean, yeah, there's differences between the races, and we tend to like to stick to our own kind. So, still, it's not fun. People don't like it to be called out for their views, for their racist views. But, like, I just kind of decided, let's just not care about that. If so, if someone calls me racist, the R word, I just go, okay, that's your opinion. And it's probably true. I probably, I am kind of racist to, 
to be had. Like, who isn't? I'm just open about it. It's like the opposite of uh, woke people. They are definitely racist, just in a different way. They approach it in a different, more like they put on their reading glasses before they're in the, in, in the way they express it. It's more like a highfalutin. It's more like in a, uh, they think they're educated the way they approach it. They think black people are inferior. They just, but they don't use the N word <laughs> and they don't hate them as, like, I don't hate black people, but I mean, and I don't think they're inferior unless you were talking like IQ, whatever. We don't have to get into that. Of course, I'm a, of course, there's differences between races. And I don't really have, I'm not really that passionate. I don't have, I'm not trying to die on this hill, but, I, but um, to think that black people are not smart enough to get an ID to vote, yeah, you're kind of basically saying that they're too dumb to do that. And like, that's pretty racist, but that's what the left thinks. And that's kind of what CNN says and like college educated white women will openly say oh yeah voting id that's racist and then you ask them why it's like well because black people it's harder for them to get an id card and they go wait, wait why it's like well don't ask me that question because you're making me a and the answer is because they think they're too dumb to get an id card it's like okay that might be true i don't think it's necessarily the case but Either way, that gets us to the same place as Southerners, as conservatives that are also supposedly racist. So let's just agree that uh, we th that uh, yeah, there's differences between races, motherfucker. Get woke to that fact, and then we could all get along again. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of Kevin Samuels. It's like porn for it's it's because I don't watch porn anymore, so I just watch this fucking eloquent gangster just educate women on how they're fucking retarded about how they have unrealistic expectations about who they think they could date it's so fucked up i don't know like that women were that dumb i mean men are this have the same issues but it's less rare it's more rare for than it is for women do like in a, especially in this country like they they think that Oh my God, dude! There's so many women who hit the wall, like they hit the their thirties, and they become less attractive, and then they they have like this uh, experience where they 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 go, "Why can't I get the man I want?" It's like, well, because you're you're not hot anymore, and you have kids, and you've been with fifty fifty men that have seen your that have been inside you. Like that's not a that's not high value, so it's so fun to watch them just hit that reality, and I feel bad for them because like they're not gonna change. They're they're accustomed to think they deserve it, even though the odds, the facts are just fucking. They're in their f reality is a bitch, And it just, it makes me feel better about myself as a straight white male because my value is only going up, even though I have like very misogynistic and racist opinions. So what? I could, <laughs> I could still, I'm still more dateable than a 34 year old with multiple kids because I don't have multiple kids and I have more money than them 
and I'm more reliable, and I haven't been with 50 fucking women, and even if I have, that's not even a downside that much because it shows I was able to get 50 women. So there's an inequality between the genders as well, and we we should all admit to that, and we should, I mean... The problem is these women that are like, you know, average at best, like 30, you know, 34 years old, kids, single mother, not particularly high, they don't provide much other than just that they have a hole. <laughs> They're just a women, they have just a pair of tits. Like, okay, like, what do you do for me that I can't get on Pornhub? And it turns out not much. And they want to leech off you. They want you to provide for them. It's like, what the fuck? What am I getting out of that? So they should, if they really want to get married, they got to go with the guy who makes 40K, has a beer gut. And that's pretty much, if they want to get married, that's the best they're going to get. If they want somebody who's going to accept their fucking baggage. And realistically, what could I get as a five foot three um, fucking white boy who makes, I don't know how much I make because it varies year to year, but let's say I make, I don't know, 60K. The best I could get with this personality and this fucking, what I have to offer is probably a 22 year old 10. No. I don't fucking know, dude. Probably, like, at best, 25 to 30, no kids, who who has no income. I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to know. I, I just know that I want somebody who's hot and young and has no kids. That's all. I don't give a fuck about her education, her income. If I'd be providing, why would I care about her income? I don't really find it attractive to to rely on, uh, to live off somebody else's money. So I don't care about that. I care, I, I prefer that she's not educated because that just warps the mind and makes them a fucking uh, feminist Nazi who's going to bust my balls and like tell me I'm not good enough or whatever. Like, fuck you. I'm only with you because you're hot and young. So what do you want? What do you want? I mean, what is... Yeah, that's the reality. <laughs> and I would have to be the man of the house. And like, <laughs> and I would not let her hang out with other men. So basically, I'm looking for something that is very traditional and like a Christian woman. Yeah, that's pretty much my only option at this point is like a Christian woman who's into like actually family values. And I could probably get something like that. She, I don't think she'd be that. Like she'd be like a ten. She'd be probably like a seven at at best. That's fine. And even that, I don't really get that excited about because I'm doing fine on my own. Like I, I mean, I could just go to a massage parlor and get my racks off, and then I'll forget about the wife. I'll just get a dog if I need companionship, which I don't. I would, I would have already had a dog by now if I really wanted a dog. I'm still thinking about it, though. I'm still thinking about getting a dog or a cat. I don't know, though, because a cat, you could really regret getting a cat. I, there's some cats that are assholes, and they go, dude, get, the, get off my furniture. Dude, stop getting fur balls all over my countertop. 
I gotta pay. I gotta take care of you. I guess with a cat, though, you could just let it. You could just let it go. You could just let it. Just all right. Doors open. If you want to come back, I guess you can. But uh, and I'll I'll let you live here. But I'm not forcing you to stay. Is that illegal to just let your cat out? Um, just abandon your cat? I hope so because otherwise I'm not getting one. People do that though, regardless of it's if it's legal or not. I know people definitely do that. It's just in this fucking in this area. So I am addicted to feeling that bad feeling from eating bad food, but I already talked about that. I support the police. A lot of shitheads in Austin don't support the police, and they're very proud about it. Like you fuck the police. Meanwhile. They, the same, these same people complain whenever like a homeless person shits all over their fucking lawn or somebody breaks into their car or robs their fucking property or they get into a fender bender. They're the same people that are crying that the police don't come out when they call. It's like, well, maybe you shouldn't talk shit about them so much. Do you, would you want to be a police officer? Yeah, I didn't think so. I support the shit out of anyone who would want to do that job. There's nothing glamorous about having to pull over a speeding, sketchy asshole driving some shit box with rust all over it and you can't even see into the car and you got to pull them over and approach them and in in like hope they don't fucking pull a gun on you, dude? Yeah, that sounds like a great job and it doesn't even pay that well. And you have to deal with fucking shithead liberal cocksuckers with fucking coffee shop glasses that fucking sh- talking shit about you and waving a f- fuck the police flag. Yeah, I don't give a f- I don't have any sympathy if you get fucking robbed. I respect people with jobs in general. Anyone who has a fucking job, dude, dude. I don't I don't know how people do it man like a lot of people are complaining about how their job doesn't appreciate them and like yeah they don't because your job is fucking you're replaceable dude like this anti-work movement like I get where people are coming from like as the employee and as the employer if you get paid like nothing and the employer acts like you're lucky to work there it's like well there's a reason they're allowed to act like that. It's because they they could just hire somebody or else they wouldn't have that attitude. If the manager couldn't just replace you, they would definitely grovel to you more. That's just how it works. It's a fucking economy. It's the market. The market's... But all like, how the fuck do we solve that problem now that like everyone's job is becoming automatable? Uh, whatever the fucking word is, auto, auto, whatever. Like even lawnmowers, even people that cut the lawn can't even work anymore because they're putting out these robots that cut the lawn, dude. I just got a fucking email from this company that says, "Hey, we we now offer lawn cutting, and it's a fucking robot that comes to your house." Like I don't want that shit. I don't want to have to make sure it doesn't get stuck. And I have to, like, call them, like, hey, your fucking robot, your Roomba got stuck. Or it fucked up my property. Can you pay me? 
I'd rather just have people do that. But uh, that's the type of job that's getting phased out, just like many, many others. I'm like, if there's no demand for you as an employee, we're, you're not going to be able to sustain yourself. And it's not like everybody can just start their own business or go into crypto or start a fucking financial investment that's successful. Most people can't. And that's why I support fucking communism, baby. Not full communism. We still need rich people to exist. I mean, come on, dude. There's still got to be an, like a meritocracy. And there's still got to be... the. We can't just have the proletariat running the world, dude. There's a reason that working class people stay working class. Because they're fucking too dumb to be the ruling class. We still need a ruling class. We can't just have autonom, like autonomous people just working bureau- the bureaucracy with no power. That just doesn't fucking work, dog. But I do support communism. That's why I'm wearing the shirt. I never wear a shirt, ironically. That would be a dick move. Like, when I wore that Biden shirt, dude, because I support Joe Biden and his eloquent ass, dude. He's just slinging sentences like he fucking has been in and off. Like, he's a natural. He never loses his train of thought. I love that man. He's my president till the day I die. I'm going to vote for him twice. I didn't vote for him. I hate most people. That's the like the thing with being sober is I'm starting to realize how much I hate most people and being around them. Like they fucking piss me off. The littlest the littlest things. Like if somebody even just goes to the wrong room when they are trying to find the bathroom, it pisses me off. It's like, no, that's not the bathroom. So I need to smoke more weed. I need to smoke. I need to keep smoking that Delta Eight. All right, I didn't think I would go this long, dude. What the hell, dude? Yeah, but even like back to the racism thing, I'm starting to find that r- real. What 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 the media calls real racists, like okay, like neo Nazis or just the casual race, not like neo Nazis, but like just the ones that you find at veterans bars that you know just kind of talk shit about other races and just kind of are racist, like unenthusi like like unapologetically, they're more likable than woke people that are anti racist. They're just more likable because at least they're honest about it, and it's predictable. At least have to, like they're not going to do anything about it. They're not going to fucking kill anybody. Most of them are not going to do anything. Terrorize? Not going to terrorize anything. Even the KKK doesn't even do anything that edgy anymore. They just have little private fucking events. They're the most tame. Compared to these Antifa people that are supposedly anti-racist, they could fucking suck a dick. They're the most unlikable people in the world, dude, and they're and they think they're good. Nah, dude, I'm gonna hang out the racist people. <laughs> nah, and I don't believe anyone who says they don't say the n-word, dude. They at least say it in their mind. Are you kidding me, dude? Yeah, you go your whole fucking life without saying the N-word in your head? Yeah, yeah, right. It's a fun word to say. We're gonna, I'm going to keep saying it in my head. 
and wherever else I can get away with it, to be honest. Dude, it's, a, it's a fun word. I don't mean it to offend people. or That's why I don't say it everywhere, obviously. I don't, like, I don't want to offend people. It's just a fun word. And we got to take back the us creepy men. We got to take back the word creep. I'm tired of people using it as if it's like a bad word. Like, oh, look how creepy he is being talking to those underage. Yeah, because I like underage women, dude. I like anything with tits on it. Even I don't I don't care what the laws are. Of course, I'm gonna be a creep in in a bar when I'm drunk. So, oh, is that the best you have on me? I, I'm a creep. Okay, well, fuck off. I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm gonna keep talking to these women. Not I've never hit on underage women. Maybe I not like not like for real. Like as a, as a joke. That's fucking hilarious, dude. Like, like hitting on like a thirteen-year-old <laughs> as a joke because like she's a dumb because she does because she's like um, not like seriously, but like like one time I got heckled at a, at an outdoor comedy fucking show or open mic, whatever, and like I was like, I said, "There's some hot women here or something," and like we're fucking in middle school, you pedophile. I should have just been like, "Fuck yeah, I don't care." I'm, st- I. St- <laughs> oh, that is kind of creepy to say that. Like, I don't fucking care if you're 13. You still got, you still look old enough for me to fuck. Cause it's not a pedophile if you're into 13 year olds. It's just, it's just kind of like bad to do that. It's bad to like fuck people that are too young to fuck. But it just it still it would have been funny if like I don't care you fucking bitch I'm gonna I still want to fuck you you got tits I think in the old world <laughs> it wouldn't even be a question of if I want if I would fuck you you would have, you would just already be my wife automatically in the old good old world okay so this brings me to my closing statements for the episode we don't need. I'm sick of these fucking fancy words for fucking the most natural, normal. Like the word, the phrase sexual orientation. I don't give a fuck what your sexual orientation is. Are you a pole smoker or a gash licker? That's, it's not fucking rocket science, dude. One or the other. Just pick one. I don't give a fuck. And then there's these Bisexuals, dude, these bisexuals that think that they're both. It's like, I don't give a fuck if you're both. These, oh, you're a bean flipper who takes a side of cock? I don't care, dude. This ain't Pokemon. I don't care if you're trying to fuck them all, dude. Just tell me what you'd prefer, and I'll put you in that category. I don't give a fuck if you're like a pan. Then there's this pan, I'm a pansexual. Next time somebody says that, I'm going to crack it in the face with a cast iron skillet. It's like, oh, that's what you like, motherfucker? That's what you like? You like skillets in your fucking face, you cunt? Like pants, the same thing as bi. They're just trying to be more, like, fucking pretentious about it. It's like, no, not bi. I don't care what your gender is. I'll fuck you regardless of gender. It's like, yeah, right. Like, you don't take into account what they are when you fuck them. You fucking wannabe. There's no way you don't discriminate. You're pansexual, sure. You're just gay and you don't want to say gay because gay is not hip anymore, you fucking. 
you know what I want to say. I'm censoring myself too much. I don't know why. It's not like anyone's going to listen or give a fuck. Uh, and what's with gay guys who eat pussy? It's like, we get it. You can still get pussy, dude. Get your jizz lips off my fucking pussy lips that I want to fuck. I don't need some gay guy spit fucking mixing with the pussy that that I want as a straight man that I'll actually appreciate. It's like, we we get it. You're so fucking cool. You don't like women. You don't. You're not attracted to women, but you could still, you could still pleasure them better than me. Yeah, go fuck. Go stick to easy dick, which is way easier to get if you're gay, than the than straight men can get pussy. Because all you have to do is go on grinder, you fucking fuckhead. It's easy to be gay in this fucking town. Uh, it's almost as bad as, yeah, is a gold star lesbian, dude. It's like, oh, you're, yeah, go, good for you. So that's like the vegans of sexual orientation. It's like, you're just doing it to feel morally superior to man meat eaters, dude. It's like, oh, you've never sucked a dick before? Oh, good for you. You're, you, you're such, you're so brave. You hate dick so much. I don't give a fuck. I don't even give a fuck that you're a lesbian. I don't even care if that is if you call it what you call it. That's not even a thing. Lesbian? Oh, oh so you you convince yourself to rub against another woman? Big deal. Everyone loves tits, dude. Everyone like big deal. Women are more accepting anyway of that. If like, oh, you want like women are emotionally the only thing stopping me from being gay is that it's gay that's it not because i don't like dicks i would take a dick in my face i would fucking let some guy come all over my face the problem is, is that it's gay and there's a fucking stigma to it and men are not emotionally supportive I can't just call up my my fucking dude friend and be like, Hey man, I had a hard day. Can I jizz on your face? It doesn't fly. But if you're a woman, you could just call up the nearest fucking woman that you barely even know. Like, hey man, can I can I fucking lick you and they're in on your fucking tit can I lick your nipples to feel better? Oh of course. It's a tough world out there for us women. We gotta stick together. It's barely even gay. The gay part is the emotional part, not the, not the f- being, not the fucking sexual part. If anything, I respect pedophiles m- the most because nobody chooses to be a pedophile. Just, to, just because it's hip. Not a, nobody. Do, nobody does does that just to fit in. So they're the ones who should really be on the the, the LGBT spectrum because they're the ones that actually are stigmatized. Nobody gives a fuck about gay trans people. Like, yeah, we do. We don't like them, obviously, because they're weird. But we, you can live your life however you want. If you're a pedophile, you, you actually have to go into hiding. There's no pedophile-only bathrooms. There should be. I mean, if anything, there should be that. Out of all bathrooms, there should be a pedophile-only bathroom. It's called get the fuck out of here. It's called make your own bathroom at home. Piss in your own bathroom. 
Don't even be in this building. How about that? That's the pedophile bathroom. Get the. It's called the exit. The only cure for being a pedophile seems to be death. <laughs> it's no one ever goes through it as a phase. It's like or they're because they're too ugly to attract the opposite sex. That's all lesbianism is. It's like, oh, I'm too, I don't like men, and they're kind of. I don't really like the, the feeling of rejection, so I'm just gonna fuck women. I'm just gonna fuck women. They're, they're nicer about it. You don't hear that from pedophiles. Like, yeah, I couldn't get laid, so I just decided to start fucking uh, little kids because they're easier to fuck. It's like, oh yeah, no, no, it's because you're you really actually like them a lot because you're that's all you're attracted to. Like. If anything's a sexually sexual orientation, I would say pedophilia is definitely one of them. And, and speaking of equality, I think if you're fucking out of your safe safety zone, like if you're fucking something that you don't want to fuck, you should get a badge of honor. You should get social credit for it. For example, for every fat chick you fuck as a non-slob slovenly man if you're fucking under your league excuse me you should be able to say the n-word in public at least for every fat chick that you fuck for every chick you fuck that's twice your weight that's one n-word pass every time you fuck her that's how that should work because i'm for socialism for equality and anytime a hot chick fucks a short guy like me she could be mean to a homeless man for a whole month she could just flip off a homeless person for a whole month she'd be as mean as she wants because that's how that works that's 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 what i believe in i'm gonna i fucking believe in that uh the lgbt spectrum will soon include socially awkward men because they're the real victims of society. They're the real victims. Like, they're the ones being called creeps. Nobody, get, nobody fucking gets as much flack as the straight, heterosexual man who approaches a woman that he's attracted to. That's the top victim in this society. They get the most shit for just being like, hey, I think you're pretty want to go out sometime they get the drinks thrown in their faces they get the harshest fucking uh uh reactions there ain't no grinder for them are you kidding me they're striking out on tinder dude they can't just go on some app and see who's within the next fucking 50 feet radius is dtf no so soon lgbt will just have s at the end for straight men and it'll just include fucking everybody and we won't have to fucking use it anymore it'll just go out the window as this historical fucking concept that was dumb to begin with and that we should not be having parades for so people will be apologizing to people like me who jerked off in public where they shouldn't have and louis ck will have everybody apologizing to him and he will be held up and propped up as the hero that he is 
for being a creep in the two thousand, the early two thousands before he was even famous. He will be the biggest comedian the world has ever seen, and he will be fucking selling out Madison Square Garden again, like he deserves. When we start to realize that straight men are the real fucking victims. And who says lesbians can't get each other pregnant? They can if they scissor each other after I bust a load on one of them. What's That's not that hard to imagine. That's how I want to have my kids, dude. It's like when seeds get carried, you know, downriver like a dandelion. When the fucking wind takes the seeds just downriver. Just because I jizz once doesn't mean I'm only going to get one chick pregnant. That's why I partake in orgies, because I believe in socialism. Why should one greedy person get all the benefits of my cum? It should be like throwing a bouquet at a wedding, dude. Gotta make it rain, dude. Cum shots should rain from the sky, not be pumped like gasoline into one hole. That's that's how uh, Mother Mary probably got pregnant. Someone came very hard in a different zip code and it splashed up on her, dude. She didn't fucking know who got her pregnant because it was, it was from somebody in a different room. He just came very hard because there was, you know, he didn't come in a long time. And Mother Mary fucking dripped into her and before you know it, she got pregnant. All right, I'm almost done. And then the only thing worse than pedophiles are people who watch anime. There's a lot of pedophiles who probably also watch anime. They should be more ashamed of the fact that they watch anime than the fact that they're attracted to little boys. No one who contributes to society watches anime. I'm, I'm dead. There's, there's not a single person who likes anime that has done fuck all with their lives. No politicians watch it. Except maybe AOC, but she just does it to appease her incel fan base. That's it. She just, that's it. She just wants the incel vote. AOC is the only politician in an office who having an OnlyFans account could actually help. If Nancy Pelosi had an OnlyFans account, there would be a real insurrection on her hands. Not just a dress rehearsal that happened on January 6, 2021. That was a fucking play date compared to the fucking insurrection that'd be on her hands if she put up a naked picture to her. Fucking only fan That would actually cause the next 9-11. It would be a domestic terror attack if Nancy Pelosi or Elizabeth Warren put up an OnlyFans account, dude. So I think that's a good place to close. Man, was I on a fucking terror. I had a vendetta. I had something to say today, bitch.